0: Hey, how's it going, everybody? Welcome to what? That's right, the podcast called what? With an exclamation point and a question mark, and hopefully we don't get sued by Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yes, that's right, this is a wrestling podcast once again. My name is conman 167 Connor, whatever you want to call me. And it's also a podcast where we basically just talk about anything going on inside my brain, whether it's channel-related, whether it's wrestling-related, whether it's uh, real-world stuff, what have you. Uh, this is just kind of a podcast While we talk about anything. And today, I kind of want to talk about how social media is ruining wrestling for the fans. This is going to be an interesting topic because myself, I've been firmly etched inside of the wrestling community for the better part of a year and a half, maybe even almost two years now. Uh, I feel like I've had a relative decent voice on Twitter, you know, maybe things not blowing up massively, but It's not uncommon, you know, for tweets to see 50, 60 likes and and so forth from there, you know, so just a minor voice and enough of an idea here to dive into how toxic social media really is, especially if you're a wrestling fan. So like, I really don't know how to start this thing off, but I guess let's just jump in from my experience. So this past year and a half, two years on Twitter, I have seen myself change and I've seen people around me change, and I've seen also the app change as well. And there's just so many toxic things on that app, especially in the wrestling community. Nobody really has their own opinions anymore. Not a person, you know? Yeah, we're likely to tweet something out, but people don't really think it through, they, they've they heard it somewhere else, and they're like, yeah, that had a lot of likes, and let's go ahead and put this idea forward, and they basically do it for the likes now, and I know this because I started doing it, at least I, I feel like I started doing it, I noticed that my ideas on wrestling as a whole started to shift, more so to be somebody who is always contradicting something. Not pro WWE, not pro AEW, but say somebody said, oh yeah, AEW sucked this week and NXT was by far the better show. I I would find myself on the opposite side saying, well, you know, I, I think AEW had a better show this week and NXT was a little bit on the weaker side and vice versa. You know, if people said that NXT sucked this week and AEW was amazing, I found myself gravitating more so towards the side of saying, well, no, I think NXT was the better show this week and AEW was kind of weak. And I wasn't doing it for the likes per se, but I started to notice that if I had an opinion that I didn't feel would be popular, I wouldn't post it on Twitter. Or if I had a feeling that this would get a really negative response for this take, I wouldn't always post it to Twitter. And that's not right because that means my thoughts for wrestling I was holding back and I was not putting them out there when my job is to talk about wrestling. I was literally avoiding certain topics sometimes and not on purpose, but I would straight up just avoid them because I'm like, yeah, I don't want to talk about that right now. Or I don't want to talk about this wrestler right now, or I don't want to talk about this or or yada, 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 yada. And it all came down to, am I going to get enough likes to post this? I would find myself deleting tweets, just deleting them five seconds after posting them, I would spend, you know, 10, 20, not 10, 20 minutes. What am I talking about? Maybe, you know, five minutes looking at a tweet and going over it, making sure there's no spelling errors or making sure it's the correct message I want to put out there or whatever. And I would finalize it, press send. And if any of you have notifications turned on for my Twitter, (laughs) you would see many times you would go to click on that tweet and it would be deleted. And what was the reasoning? Well, I posted it and it got two likes within the first, like, let's say, I don't know, five minutes of it being up. And I was like, okay, I guess people don't really agree with that opinion, so maybe this isn't the best take on wrestling. Delete. That's not right. (laughs) That's not right because that was my thought. That was my own original thought that I put out there to the world about wrestling, and people want to listen to me for my thoughts on wrestling. Why was I shying away from sharing those opinions on Twitter? Well, it's because everybody likes to pander to a certain audience. And I guess you could start to say my audience was the contrary audience. People wanted to play devil's advocate for everything going on in wrestling. And so I started to notice a trend in my tweets. Started to get really, not aggressive, but passive aggressive towards other people who were tweeting at me. I found I was angry all the time when I logged on the app. And where I'm going with all this is that once I disconnected myself from the app just a little bit, life and wrestling have become so much better for me. And it's very weird how drastic the change was. So uh, I'm not sure if we're going on a nice logical story here or not because this podcast is going to be all over the place. It's why it's called What. But I'll go into the story of how I pulled out of social media as well for the last little bit and why this video is being made. It's because I went up to my cottage a few weeks back and I just turned my phone off. Didn't want anything to do with it, didn't want to be checking YouTube comments, didn't want to be checking tweets, didn't want to be checking YouTube community posts, nothing like that. I just wanted to disconnect myself, float on my boat, have a very cold beer, and relax. It was the best couple of days I have had in forever. I could not tell you the last time that I totally disconnected myself from social media and from my job. And it was amazing. I loved every second of it. Uh, And that got me thinking. Social media, especially when you're talking about wrestling, isn't the end-all be-all. You don't have to be talking about wrestling all the time to be a wrestling fan. Sometimes, to be a wrestling fan, all it takes is... Turning on the wrestling TV show. Shocker, right? But yeah, I I, I kind of have noticed just a difference in my enjoyment on wrestling as well since I've disconnected a little bit from social media. And when I say disconnect, this is going to be a big difference that I need to make clear here in this pod is that I'm not off Twitter. People shouldn't get off of Twitter. Don't just go cold turkey. But if you reduce your screen time and if you look at that screen time on your phone and it's saying three, four hours on Twitter a day, think about how much time you are just sitting there scrolling and refreshing on whatever social media app it is. You know, it could be TikTok, it could be, uh, it could be Facebook, it could be Instagram, it could be whatever. I I don't know if, uh, don't know if there's any other good ones out there, but it could be anything that you get your news from, if you're just refreshing it all day, you're just taking in so much information all the time and so much junk information as well, like not good stuff. I believe it's Joe Rogan that makes the reference of there's junk information and there's good information, just like there's good food and there's junk food. And sometimes it's so good to just eat that junk food, right? To eat it all up, you know, just taking in crap information left, right, and center. But... There's the good information, you know, the news that you need to follow in the world, and let's talk in wrestling terms, you know, the big storyline news, the major posts from WWE, if a free agent, maybe you're trying to follow both AEW in it and WWE, maybe a free agent has switched over brands, that's the big good information that we need to take in we don't need the dirt sheet crap the drama crap the the this and the that and this wrestler sucks for this and this wrestler sucks for that you know i understand that things need to be cleaned up in the wrestling world and there is good movements going on right now do do not get me wrong with that there is some very good movements going on in the world of wrestling but if that's if that's not you, if you're not that type of person who is taking in negativity, taking in toxicity every single second of every day, if you're not ready for that, if you're not mentally prepared for that, it's gonna break you, and it broke me. It broke me, man. I was not myself. Uh, You could ask my girlfriend, Becca, for, for the last couple of months, you know, I would not been myself. I had been very sucked into this world, this, this world on this little rectangle that you stare at for six, seven hours a day and you don't realize where your time is going. Um, best thing I ever did was get off social media like that. And, and to, to take my time away from social media and put it into other stuff. And You know, going back at the end of the day, refreshing Twitter three or four times a day is fine. If you've got a thought you want to throw out there to the world, tweet and put your phone down. That's the correct way to use social media, especially as a wrestling fan. You don't need to be seeing wrestling stars all the time on Twitter because then they don't become a star to you anymore. They're overexposed. You're seeing them left, right, and center. You're following them on social media. You're seeing people post about their pig or, you know, what they had for breakfast that morning or... What have you? And it's like, yeah, that's cool that we get this human connection with those superstars. And that is a thing we never got back in the day. But it's it's not good for the overall business of wrestling because you're seeing these people who you would normally want to pay money to see. If you're telling me Hulk Hogan ran a Twitter account back in the day, and let's say he tweeted seven, eight times a day and post photos of himself and made himself the most accessible man in the world, would Hulkamania had ever been a thing? Probably not. He probably would have been popular, but he probably wouldn't have been the biggest star to ever grace wrestling at the time, right? It's just kind of perspective that we need. We don't need to be taking in content from these wrestlers all the time. We don't need to be seeing their faces all the time. Go on Monday Night Raw, steal the show, and we should be thinking about that wrestler the following week on Monday Night Raw because we want to see them wrestle again. The problem is, is we go to Twitter or Facebook or Instagram that very same night, we refresh our feeds, and their face is there. Their post-match interview is there. Their post-post-post-match interview is there. Their hype for next week matches there. Their promo based on this is here. Then they're going doing charity work over here. And while it's amazing to see their faces every single time you refresh Twitter, it also, once again, takes away from the star power. It doesn't make them as must-see anymore. And it's why social media is ruining wrestling for the fans. Overexposure, fans thinking they know everything that is going on and just straight-up toxicity, hatred between wrestling fans when it should be a thing that pulls us all together. <laughs> it's it's tough. It's tough to be a wrestling fan and be on social media without getting sucked into this random world that we have made. What have I been talking for about 12 minutes now, and I don't think I've made one good point. But still, I, I just I wanted to chat, and that's what this podcast is all about. I just wanted to chat about my feelings towards social media right now and towards twitter wrestling twitter specifically and you know like it doesn't help either that within the the wrestling community a a deep set of like clickbait is there you know whether it be dirt sheets whether it be content creators on youtube uh whether it be facebook creators you know pages uh, trying to get you to click on their videos or on their articles it's kind of set in the roots of wrestling culture And that kind of needs to change, you know, the, the news stories then get lost with the drama, the random, this person posted on Instagram and this person made an angry comment or a half-assed comment towards them. And now it's a article that we're going to write and we hope we get 2000 clicks so that we can make money for that day. That's where that's kind of went as opposed to good wrestling articles that do have legitimate news, legitimate stories in them. They kind of get buried in the feeds. Uh, you know the sites that I'm kind of talking about, the, the really good ones that have a reputable source behind them. But the problem is, is that, again, social media, it just drowns all of that good stuff out because once one person makes an article, again, going back to that, that thought that nobody has their own thoughts anymore— They just steal from an article, repost it on their site, hope for more clicks, and next thing you know, you've got 10, 12, 15 sites reporting the same goddamn thing. The exact same thing. And you're like, well, of course wrestling fans are not going to really take in this information at that point. They've seen it once. They've now seen it 11 more times in the matter of a minute. Like, how are you supposed to put that into your long-term memory? How is that supposed to impact you? How is that supposed to make whatever news that has come out feel like big news anymore? It's just constantly getting drowned out by a sea of crap and filth and clickbait. And it's just a cesspool these days. (laughs) It's such a cesspool. And then you start throwing in the fact that there's trolls all across wrestling Twitter, there's trolls deep-seated in, obviously, everywhere in every community you go. But wrestling Twitter, it's so easy to troll. There's literally Twitter accounts designed to release fake news in hopes that you will react to it and quote-tweet them and say, Hey, this is not accurate information. Then they put you on blast to their fan base who loves watching other people get put on blast because they chose not to click on the profile and see satire. Don't take anything we say here personally or only take some of the stuff we say here, you know, uh, as a fact. It just, it's a cesspool these days. It really is. And like, honestly, it just keeps going back to the fact that people are always talking about these wrestlers and we don't need to be talking about these wrestlers 24-7. They become a star when we're willing to pay money for them. And I don't feel like people are going to be willing to pay money to see people anymore because you can see them on your social media feed anytime you want. It's just been such a relief, though, if I'm being honest, taking myself a little bit away from that platform and just focusing on myself, what my opinions on wrestling are. And my opinions over the last little bit have been truer to myself. I've noticed, once again, I'm enjoying NXT a hell of a lot more just from a simple flick off of the internet. AEW's been great, but you know what's re- what's really, really crappy is seeing at the end of a TV show that you just enjoyed watching, watching, you know, two hours of NXT, opening up, opening up uh, Twitter and seeing everybody crapping all over it, and they didn't even watch it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that that's like the same thing. If I were to go on to Twitter after my live streams and say the AEW show was the worst show I have ever seen and NXT was by far the best You guys would be saying well the fuck right? That's your opinion That's just your opinion. I don't need it in my face. I don't need it screaming at me I don't need it right there. It's your opinion cool Okay, why do people have to be mad about it? Why does this have to be a one or the other? Why does this have to be this or that? And that's how it is with wrestling fans on social media. It's one thing or the other. You like this person or you don't and argue. Yep, this is such a rambling video, but this is what the podcast is going to be. Remember, the name of the pod is what? With an exclamation point and a question mark. Because it's going to make you say what? Anyways, I think that's where we're at. Social media is ruining wrestling for the fans. But I want to hear from you guys. I want to hear what you guys think about social media as a whole and specifically towards wrestling fans. What do you think? Is it a cesspool or do you think there's a lot of benefits to having it? Because I used to think there was a lot of benefits for wrestlers to have social media and be constantly engaging on it. Not so much anymore. But let me know what you think, everybody, down in the comments below. Thank you very much for listening. I hope you enjoyed. If you're listening on Spotify or Google Podcast or wherever else you get this podcast, make sure you hit that subscribe button or follow button. And if you're here on YouTube watching the video and seeing my lovely face, how you doing? Thanks for watching. And I will see you guys very shortly for the next live stream. Take care, everybody. That was what? And I was Khan. Thanks for watching. Have a good day.